The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Here we go. Well, thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, Naylor Taliaferro, and today I'm going to make this episode short and sweet because uh, it's getting late. I need to get to bed and get ready for uh, my flight first thing in the morning. want to make sure I can get a decent amount of sleep so I can get up early enough so I can you know, finish packing uh, and have a good breakfast before I head out to the airport and then head back to uh, Richmond, Virginia so that I can spend some time with my family before the weekend's over and uh, then hit the ground running again on Monday. And honestly, to prepare for our next trip because uh, we're going away the week of Thanksgiving, which is two weeks from the recording of this episode and is also uh, two weeks currently I am fr- uh, in uh, Michigan, LAL 21. So, um, just in case that wasn't implied with me, you know, saying whatever and traveling and like, where, where, wait, where are you going? What's going on? But yeah, it's just so that the, to finish up the context there, we're just, just wrapping up the show here at Brian Fullerton's event, LAL 21, a Launchrepreneur Academy live. Uh, so I just wanted to kind of take, take a, a, a I don't know, whatever, 15 minutes, maybe we'll, again, we'll try and keep it short and sweet. Like, um, not, not a full short and sweet, <laughs> you know, we all, we, 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 uh, poke fun a little bit with that. Cause it's funny, you know, if, if you guys know, you know, but, um, you know, his sh- Fullerton short and sweet on his episodes really, uh, turn into, um, like an hour, hour later episode, but it's, it's always good stuff. It's always great content and uh you know we, we we just we just like to have fun with it but at any rate I, I while it's fresh on my brain i just wanted to kind of recap this year's show um and like i said uh wanted to get that get it recorded and you know i'm gonna get home and i'm gonna be traveling again with my family for for thanksgiving in a couple of weeks from now so just a lot going on again we just came back from basically a couple weeks ago from the gie plus expo now the equip expo uh, it's been rebranded. I'll be kind of talking about that a little bit here and there over the uh, next several months, um, kind of leading up towards the summer and then really kind of promoting the event all over again and talking about the event all over again to get ready for it for next October. So, I mean, that's just kind of how it goes with uh, big events, live events and so on. And, you know, no, no short of that kind of conversation and prep work and everything that goes into the LAL 21. I mean, Brian knows that firsthand. So I just wanted to say first and foremost, what a great event. Um, if you don't know what LAL is, you know, as a, as a live event, it's pretty much the best of all of the current live events in our industry right now, all put together in one event, one all day event. You know, I say all day, it's like, you know, eight to five thirty, seven thirty to five thirty. you know, um, all day event packed with lots of great guest speakers and, um, you know, some equipment demos and things, depending on the weather, you know, mixed in there. Um, 
some safety topics and um, sponsors getting up and talking about their products and things like that. And obviously Brian Fullerton getting up and, and talking about some things with his wife, Liz Fullerton. And, you know, they're, they're now a party of three and they're growing family and their dreams and everything they have going on, just, you know, crushing it in life. And uh, obviously Brian puts his own spin on everything um, on, on a, the live event and on the different parts of uh, events that, he kind of has put together to create his own event, you know, to just make it, it's uh, make it his own. Um, and, and, and definitely that's what it has become. It's now three years in, it is an event that everyone has really become uh, to look forward to every year. I mean, last year was my first year that I went to this event and it was a little bit unique compared to the first year and this year. And the fact that, you know, we were, kind of starting to come out of COVID and all of the craziness going on with that, the pandemic and, you know, still a lot of restrictions in place. You know, Michigan is one of those States that's been, was had a lot of restrictions and definitely a lot going on there, which made it more challenging for a lot of reasons, um, you know, to, to work and to put on live events and the GIE plus expo, at the time was postponed because of it. You know, it was a huge event. Over 20,000 people attend that that show the past several years. And it, that's just a lot of people, obviously, to get in one area or two areas, inside, outside. You know, they've got two main areas, uh, the demo outdoor area and the indoor area, showcase area. But still, it's a lot of people to, to get together. And, you know, they just made the safer decision. They want to keep everyone's safety in mind. And, the, you know, that they, 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 they just decided collectively as a show – and the board and everyone to just postpone it. And so, th so there, there was nothing going on last year for any live events, any kind of get together and gatherings. And those of you that know, obviously I'm assuming that if you're listening to this podcast, you've heard about live events, if not been to at least one live event, like the GIE or maybe even Brian's event, LAL. But ultimately, uh, if you, if you, uh, so if you, if you have heard us talk about it, and or have been to any live events, you know how powerful that they are. And just being at a live events definitely, uh, it, it, it just it just changes the whole dynamic of of everything of your life, your business puts everything in perspective. People more and more bringing their wives and spouses, uh, um, wives, girlfriends, or just spouses in general. Sometimes you know that's um, you know the the boyfriend or the husband that's coming on behalf of the the wife or the girlfriend that's actually the business owner or whatnot. And it's just really, it's an eye-opening experience. It's great networking, talking to other like-minded individuals such as yourself that really understands what you go through from day to day. And, and you know, in a lot of cases have the same kind of business set up in a different part of the country. And sometimes you meet people in the same state as you, or maybe even in the same town or neighboring town. I mean, that's what's so cool about these events is social media brings us together. You know, social media has a, a huge reach to get content out there and kind of connect people online virtually. And then the live events bring, you know, all those people or a portion of those people together to actually meet face-to-face -face in most cases for the first time or kind of reconnect with people that you maybe only see once a year at these different events. Uh, and and, and it's, just, it's just, it's a good time. It's like a family reunion, regardless of what live event it is, whether we're talking about the GIE or LAL or any other live events that have kind of 
uh, popped up over the over the years and and more to come in the future. I'm sure that will uh, develop. And it's just one of those things that's just so powerful because there's there's a different type of energy. And it's almost like, you know, social media is like the starting point. It's kind of like the the appetizer, right? You know, you're just, you're, you're kind of get, getting, getting everything, getting the juices flowing, you know, getting, wetting your palate, getting everything primed, you know, to use, I guess, equipment terms uh, for the whole conversation, for the next level of your business. And then you go to these live events and you're just like blown away by the connections that you make with all the networking and, and all the present, the presenters, you know, and all of their different, uh, things that they're, all their key points that they're talking about. And, um, this year there's a lot of similarities. I felt like, I I almost felt like at one point, like did, did Brian, you know, like kind of mention like a general theme or topic that he wanted everyone to kind of you know, uh, stick to or come up with, uh, some, something, you know, presentation around that, because there's a lot of common ground, a lot of common topics that people were talking about. And it it was very powerful. And especially when it was duplicated in the, in that way, you know, uh, or or at least similar, you know, it definitely was even more impactful because it just hammered certain points home, like, you know, building teams, taking action, facing your fears, you know, Keith Kelf has talked a lot about, um, face your fears and, you know, get rid of your fears by taking action. And I mean, a lot of folks talked about, uh, fear, you know, Je- Jeff Joyner talked about tackling his fears and how, um, you know, he, he can't stand having any, being afraid of anything. Cause it just kind of festers inside him. And it's just, you know, it, it will ultimately kill him, you know, like it's just not good to have that kind of stress and anxiety internally in your body and in your life. And, you know, he's talked about recently, he's, you know, he, he conquered his fear of heights, which is a common fear for a lot of human beings. And he uh, went bungee jumping eventually, finally, you know, with, with, with his son and he showed us the video and everything. And it was crazy. And he, 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 you know, conquered that fear. Uh, so there's a lot of similarities, you know, like I said, with with uh, different presenters talking about these kind of things and uh, building teams was another big one that I just mentioned. A couple of different people, presenters talking about that, that have big businesses and, you know, they just kind of give their experiences with, yes, it's hard. It's hard for them. I mean, just think about it. They, if they have hundreds of employees or 50 employees and, you know, now they're down to 45 or 40, that's a big deal, you know, and it's it's hard for them just as it just as it's hard for those of us with one or two employees and now we're down to no employees or whatever, you know what I mean? We have four or five employees and we're down to one or two. It's, you know, it's, just, it's, it's all relative. It's very, very challenging. And, and in some cases de- detrimental. And I know personally in my area, there's been a ton of businesses that have gone out of business or at, at the very minimum downsized, reduced the amount of business that they have and, will take on and so on just because they, they just can't keep up with it. There's just no labor, no quality folks that want to put in the work and, and be a part of the team. And it's very stressful when you as the business owner have this dream and you have this business that you want to build and nurture and to support yourself and your family, if you have one, as well as anyone that's a part of your team, you know, create an environment that can help support them as well and their dreams and goals and their potential uh, families and so on. So it's hard to do that when you don't have people, right? If if that's your dream. I mean, if you're just a solo, you know, uh, owner operator, you know, I've, I've, 
been meaning to make an episode about this, but I've mentioned it a few times. You know, may, maybe it's just worth a few mentions and not maybe a dedicated episode. But uh, it, you know, it if you're solo in the, in 2021 with all of the ch- labor challenges, this was your time. And going into 2022, still your time. I don't because I don't see this changing overnight. I still think going into this coming spring, it's still going to be a struggle. So this is your time as the solo guy and girl to really focus on knowing your numbers, knowing the right prices to charge for the right services, and really you know, honing in on route density, what neighborhoods you want to be in, what kind of clients you want to have, what kind of properties you want to take care of, and really, really finding the best of the best. And, and because you know that you can only take on so much by yourself, like say that's, say, say just talk about mowing and, you know, the average yards in your area are around 10,000 square feet. And that takes you, you know, 45 minutes to an hour or whatever, eight hours a day, you know, multiply that five days a week, say 40 yards on average is, or 40 yards max, you know, because of, you know, maybe potential breakdowns, any kind of rain delays, whatever, maybe, you know, things that pop up in your life and you want to be available to take care of, or, you know, your kids are sick and you got to pick them up from school or, or what, whatever the deal is, um, you know, say 40 is your max by yourself to mow 40 yards every week, five days a week, uh, you know, rain, you know, throughout any obstacles that happen, give you maybe a tiny bit of wiggle room from day to day. And, and that's about it. And then you you can't take on anymore. So there's there's no like oh you know I I I overstretched myself. I can't you know I took on more than I can handle. Like you know that forty yards is all you can do. So if a forty first person contacts you, there's not really a whole lot you can do unless they're willing to pay the new rates that match you know your company structure and the numbers that you need to make to be profitable. And they're in the neighborhood that you want to be in. Uh, you know, the the services you want to provide, the type of properties, so on and so forth, then then maybe you can take a look at your the rest of your, you know, the other 40 uh, clients you have, accounts, properties, and analyze them if you haven't recently and get your bottom 20%. You know, there's there's always going to be not the greatest people in your on your roster, you know, and clients. There's just there's not always going to be the best. Uh, so there's always going to be at least one, if not more, right? 20%, you know, of 40 is whatever that is. 10% of 40 is four. So it's eight. So eight, that's eight people out of 40 is your 20%. I'm pretty confident that you, if you really went through and, and focus on a couple of different variables, maybe, you know, um, uh, paying on time, location, you know, picky, you know, nonsense we call them PETA customers, pain in the ass customers that maybe come out and talk to you all the time, harass you, nitpick over little things, try and find grass to kick over that, you know, going around kicking grass, see if any blades pop up. Oh, you missed this one little spot here and all that nonsense, you know, like so on and so forth. Just a lot of different, you know, maybe they don't want any other services, but one thing. And, you know, it's just, it's just whatever your criteria is, maybe, you know, four or five different things. That's universal that you can compare. You can rate all 40 people to that and get your bottom eight. I guarantee there's a, there will be a way that everyone can find the, the, you know, the bottom eight people out of a certain criteria, like some examples I just mentioned. And then those are the people that you can like, you know, the, the worst one, you know, the eighth one or whatever out of that, the worst one out of that, those eight, you get rid of them. 
and you bring on this new person that, you know, that contacted you a- after you already have your 40. And like I said, if everything else lines up and they approve the quote and all that, hey, you know what? Let's get rid of one of the bad apples or, you know, the weaker links, you know, the bottom 20%, those those eight, one of those eight, and we can fill them in, fill it up with, with someone that is potentially going to be better. And obviously you never really know until you start working with them. You know, you don't know if they're going to pay on time, all this kind of stuff, put a credit card on a file, then you can eliminate that. But, you know, you don't know what kind of pain they might be as from a personal standpoint, you know, what kind of a PETA customer they may or may not be. But anyway, so that's my point is you can really elevate your business. And in turn, if everyone starts doing that, elevating the industry, elevating the market, at least in your area, you know, because you're going to be charging a higher rate and offering better, higher quality services, more profitable services to like the best of the best clients for you. Uh, so you, th- this is really, you know, the time for solo owner operators to really crush it, in my opinion. They're the ones that that could be really doing well and profiting from here because everyone else, like me on up, from me to Corey Ballard and Perfect Cut, um, and everyone in between, it's like, we need people. So if we don't have enough people or people at all, then we're, we're screwed, right? Like if we have two or three people to manage X amount of accounts, you know, if we, or if we have two crews to manage X amount of accounts and now we lose some people and we're down to one and a half crews or one crew. Now we, we, we can't get two crews with worth of work done in, in one crew. So that's where it makes it super stressful and challenging. And it's been a really hard year for a lot of folks. I know that for a fact, myself included. Well, hey guys, I'm here at LAL 21 and I am getting a feel for the show here. We're halfway through the day and I'm here with Sean Hill from Hills Landscaping. And are you from the Michigan area or where are you from? I'm from the Baltimore, Maryland area. Okay. And did you drive here or fly? Uh, Fly. One hour. Awesome. Is this your first time coming here? Yes, it is. And what is your what is your perception so far? My take on it, you know, it's very informational. You know, you meet a lot of people, be able to network, and um, just be able to just look at look at the landscape field from a different perspective. You know, a lot of people are in it, and a lot of people don't know that a lot of people are in it. And being able to come out to an event like LAL and um, GIE Expo just to meet people is just a huge, huge, huge help with a lot of guys who don't, you know, communicate with people or don't really talk to too many people. So I really think it's a wonderful event for people to come to and see how to expand the business. Awesome. Well, I'll let you get back to it and keep enjoying the show. Thanks for uh, for catching up and, and giving us a little perspective. Thank you, Naylor. You have a wonderful day. So, guys, I'm back here at LAL 21, about to be lunchtime soon. So we're taking some quick breaks, and I'm just stopping to talk to some of the folks here that I'm meeting along the way. And So you are? I'm Tate Allrich. And you are? Maggie Eastman. And you are from? Uh, Hastings, Michigan. And what, what's, the name, what's the name of your company? Uh, Allrich Lawn Maintenance. And is this your first time coming to LEL? Yeah, first year. It's super fun. It's been an awesome experience so far. What made you come here? Like, what was your inspiration? Like, and what are you looking to get out of it? Well, I follow Brian on his podcast, and I follow you on your podcast, and Paul and uh, Kid Contractor, all that, and uh, YouTube. And uh, this is my first year in business, and I was just looking for uh, some motivation, you know, kind of the end of the season. It's kind of drawn out and uh, trying to just look for that extra encouragement, trying to learn some new uh, 
ways to grow my company and make it great. <laughs> what What do you think so far? I mean, we're halfway through. Is it? Do you have any takeaways yet? Yeah, I, um, it's been really interesting. There's been a lot of good talking points. Uh, Keith Kalfas talking about uh, getting over your fear, and uh, I think that's uh, my need help with a lot is getting over that fear you know talking to that customer raising those rates and that's uh it's something some motivation for sure yeah there's um there's a lot of live events that we're going to also or every live event there's more and more uh spouses and girlfriends and boyfriends are coming so what what's the story there you, uh you, you came along for the ride yeah well we've been dating for about eight years now so we've been together for a really long time and like he said it's the first year in business so i came you know just to get that educational side of this like how it's all gonna go and how to support him and his business so it's been really great yeah that's awesome well thank you for supporting him and and everyone just coming to the event supporting brian and you definitely get a lot of knowledge here and hopefully you guys network and you know not 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 just not just meet like me or paul or brian i mean that's cool too but like the the power of these kind of events is meeting other people that are maybe even close to you that you don't even didn't even realize i've met people in my town in uh louisville at the gie many years ago i'm like man we live in the same town and we go to louisville to to meet so you know definitely make sure that you take advantage of the networking while you're here above and beyond just trying to meet some of the folks that you you know listen to or hear or watch on social media and you guys have a, a good time yeah Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, last night uh, at the go-karts, we actually got to bump into some people in the food line, you know, getting yeah. pizza. And the guy's like, hey, I'm from Kentucky. And I was like, oh, I'm from Michigan. And then we sat down at the table today with some complete strangers and just get to talking. And the guy brought his fiance And, uh, yeah, it's yeah. just we have been so far networking and getting to meet some new people. It's fun. Yeah, just growing your support system has been really cool. So I really like that opportunity. Yeah. Well, great, guys. Nice to meet you, and I'm sure I'll see you again later on in the show. All right, thanks. A lot of points really hit home back to building teams and how Corey Ballard shared a lot about that and Greg Whitstock and uh, some other folks hit hit on that. And it's just, it's, it's, it's relevant, and it really hit home. A lot of presenters talked about some personal things, you know, um, Keith Kalf is always good at that, sharing his personal stories and things um, that really make it relatable to everyone so that they can really kind of get sucked in and connect with and really hear the the ultimate message, you know, of, of that's trying to be delivered to, to hopefully help change those mindsets, you know, maybe make that shift or turn the corner and really, you know, take some notes and be like, man, I need to do this as soon as I get back and, you know, whatever. And, and, and re- really try and continue improving and elevating your company, like I said, and, or, or, and, or yourself, your mindset personally, um, which will in turn help everything, help your relationships, help your business and so on. So, but, and if you have a team help, your team. So, you know, the better, the, the more mentally strong and emotionally strong you are and sure of yourself and knowing your worth and not letting fears take over your life and all that. And you take action, the better off you will be as a business owner, a leader on all accounts. Like I said, for your family, for your business, your team, if you have one and so on, uh, your, your clients, etc. So really good time. A lot of great points. Like I said, um, this year, um, like I said, last year was a little bit different because there was no GIE, there was no live events, no nothing. So people were really, really looking for some 
type of uh, live event, you know, a way to get together and, and connect because that's just how, how beneficial it is, how impactful it is for our industry at least. Uh, and I know from working with some brands, um, you know, for, for potential partnerships, sponsorships, things like that, that, uh, are brands that are used in multiple different industries above and beyond lawn and landscape. They have, those folks have said that there is nothing like what we have here in the green industry, in the lawn and landscape, hardscape, irrigation, all that uh, world. There's nothing else like that compared uh, in any other markets, any other industries where we are always trying to help each other, you know, the folks on social media, the AKA influencers, content creators, like we're working together in most cases and, and, you know, collaborating and coming up with all these ways to keep bringing people together. And so we can all grow together and everyone's helping and sharing information online. There's no real quote unquote competition. I mean, there's those people exist out there in our industry today. We know that we label them as haters, but those are people that don't come to live events. Those are people that are not valuable members of the online community um, that come to these live events and, and, and engage on social media in a positive, constructive, encouraging way. So we don't even really care about those other people. Uh, they're not even in the picture, but those people are the majority of every other industry apparently, according to these companies that I've spoken to. So we have a unique thing in our industry, which attracts these other companies, these brands to really want to be a part of our industry and focus more on our our industry versus some of the other industries that they've worked with and don't have that kind of connection, that kind of family feel, um, that that online community uh, family. And, you know, it's just, it's, uh, it's just, it's just really unique. It's really powerful. And I always knew it was something special, but I didn't really, you know, I had no interaction with any other industries to really know one way or the other, how, how that all is, how that all, uh, compares to our industry and what we have going on. But these live events are really proof for anyone that, that goes to these live events for the first time that's new to the industry or just hasn't really participated much in the whole online community and live events. They come to one and they're like, holy cow, they're just blown away. They get caught up in the whole thing and they feel it, you know, and they, they, it's just so empowering and impactful. And then they just, they want to be a part of it from, from then on. And and what, what else can they do or, or what can they do to start doing, you know, to help and all this kind of stuff. And it's just, it's just really powerful. It's a great time. So last year that we were in desperate need for that. So Brian was able to come through, change things up a little bit, you know, split up all the rooms, the one major room into like five different little segments to, you know, reduce the amount of people in each room and all that kind of stuff. Um, so that was a little bit different feel, but it still worked out. People, I think because, you know, there wasn't anything else. Um, people were just happy and appreciative to Brian just making it work somehow, some way, just figuring it out so that we could still have the event. So that was my first time. So, I mean, I, I didn't, didn't have the first year to really compare to, and it was a very unique circumstance last year, like I just explained. So, but all in all, it was still a great experience. I talk about that on my very first episode of my podcast. Um, because that I, I recorded that podcast episode right here at uh, in Novi, Michigan, uh, at LAL 2020, um, and uh, that was when I pretty much kicked off my podcast. Now those episodes didn't go up 
right away, right then and there, or even a few days later, they didn't go up until maybe December, I think maybe December ish. Um, when, when I finally launched the, 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 my official, the, the officially launched the LCR media podcast, I started, I recorded a bunch of, I recorded two episodes here, uh, borrowing Paul Jameson's roadcaster pro, um, podcast board with my SD card in there and all that. Cause I didn't have anything. And I'm just like, man, you know, I, I, it's, it's now, it's now or never like, let, let me, let me take action. Let me just get after it. This is an idea that I had and wanted to do for many years, uh, since 2018, get to know the pro YouTube series I was doing, talking to Paul about it as he was, you know, kind of starting the idea of his podcast and going through all that, you know, fast forward to 2020 was when I was like, you know what, let, let, let's, let's do it. You know, I, Mr. Producer, um, became a thing like he didn't even exist uh, from a producer standpoint in 2018 when Paul first started out Paul was just doing everything on his own and then he kind of asked Mr. Producer if he would be his producer uh, because they were good friends from the radio and everything at radio station all that and so that became that whole relationship and then Brian started his podcast you know somewhere uh, a few months or however many months after that Paul helped him with that and then got him connected to Mr. Producer who helped Brian on the post production end. And then I was like, you know what, man, maybe I can just do that too so that I can do this podcast. I just don't want to get tied up anymore with any more things than I already have going on. I can record this stuff like I'm doing now. I can record the content just like with YouTube. You know, I can record the videos, you know, as I'm working, as I'm getting stuff done, it really doesn't take too much time. You know, if, if this podcast episode is you know, 20 minutes or 40 minutes or whatever, you know, a YouTube video is maybe, you know, an hour worth of recording or maybe 15 minutes worth of recording. Sometimes just quick little clips here and there. And then I put them all together for, you know, a 20 minute video or something after I edit things down and whatnot, but it's, it's the time to sit down and edit the video, all the video clips or one big, long, you know, 45 minute video clip or hour video clip and, you know, get the best out of it to get it down to 15, 20 minutes or something, you know, and uh, same thing with podcasting, I would have to sit here and edit all that and and I can do it and it would be fun and great and all that, but it's just more time. So I, you know, got Mr. Producer to do that for me and, you know, started the podcast, but behind the scenes, there's a lot of things that had to be done after I started recording a couple episodes um, right here uh, in, in, uh, at the LAL 2020 I recorded two podcast episodes and then I started, then I got my own equipment quickly after that, after connecting with Mr. Producer and talking things through with him and setting up a plan and then just starting, you know, sending him some test uh, audio uh, once I got, you know, some new equipment to make sure I can get it set properly and get the highest quality sound and so on. And once we got all that squared away and I got maybe like a month's worth of podcasts um, in, in the, in, in the bank there and in the, uh, on the SD card, then I started sending them to Mr. Producer to start polishing them up and getting them to sound as professional as, as they do now. Um, and then that's when it officially, I wanted to officially launch it. And I believe that was like December or whatever, but at any rate, it was, you know, this time last year that I started recording the first episodes and made the decision to take action for, uh, the, the podcast. So, with all that being said, then, you know, we come to this year here and it's back to one room, which is a different energy level. And it's, you know, it's, it makes it that much more exciting. Um, and it's even and every year the attendance grows. So this is the yet, you know, obviously by default, the biggest 
attendee uh, turnout there. I think it was like 350 maybe or something people, I believe, um, registered and, and came. And it was it, it was a great time. And like I said, great presenters, um, well done with the whole organization, and everything, and the, putting the whole event together and the whole look of it and the lighting, the sound, the seating, obviously being able to have, be in one room. The food was great for lunch. There was a nice snack break with snacks like they weren't, you know, all snacks. Like, yes, they had bags of chips and popcorn, but they also had hot dogs and nachos with cheese and chili and some some legit stuff like for, a, you know, a snack. You know what I mean? Like a, a early end of show snack in between lunch and the end of the show. It was, it was really good. So first class, well done. Thank you, Brian, for and Liz for putting this on. You know, I know they, they are a power couple together. They make decisions together. I know Brian runs so many things through Liz and vice versa, and they have their baby and, uh, um, they got a lot of great things going on and both of their moms were, were, were here helping out and what, you know, what, what, what a great family, what a great thing. The community obviously helped out helping, you know, Brian, you know, put different things up on the, on, on all the tables, hats and, you know, notebooks, pens, you know, get little goodie bags, all that kind of stuff. Everyone always chips in whenever they can, whenever they're available and they're here and there's something that needs to be helped with. We're, we're here helping out. It's one big happy family uh, because we know it's just going to make it better for everyone. And so what 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 a great event. Um, anyone that you have will uh, will hear from if you haven't, you know, if you're not already following people that have come to this event in the past and right now in, you know, 2021, and they've been tagging stuff, posting things on Instagram. Maybe there might be some YouTube videos that will come out, just kind of vlog style. You know, we didn't really record any of the actual presentations because that's, you know, more professionally recorded. Brian takes care of that and he'll, you know, be putting that out on his uh, website, launcherpreneuracademy.com. And that stuff will be available for folks that couldn't come to the event and obviously available for the people that did come to the event, all that. And uh, so, you know, really it was just more of like in the moment, you know, putting things on your story and in posting things on Instagram and quick clips and things like that. But um, I was able to get, you know, a couple of podcasts in as well as I went around and got like kind of like the, the feel of the show, um, you know, getting a lot of sound bites with my portable recorder that I've been talking about that I'm using right now and that I've been talking about over the past several episodes that I've been traveling with a lot easier. I mean, in this case, I did bring, and the same thing with the GIE, I did bring my podcast board, my my Zoom uh, PodTrack um, P8, because I want to get, I, I just want to be able to interview people in a much higher quality, easier way. So versus just kind of like one person, you know, one off back and forth, you know, like, like uh, just using a, a mic, regular microphone type deal with, with the recorder that I'm using now. It's easier to sit down if I've got a you know a few people and we all all have our headsets and we sit down and you know we use use the board for that. So I I do still bring it in most situations so that I have it when I need it and I did use it a couple of times while I was here. Like I said, for some sit down type uh, longer, more formal podcasts like with Keith Kalfas. Look looking for, uh, look forward to that coming out. That's um or look out for that one coming soon. That's a great episode. Um, and you know, some, some others, my hundredth episode I recorded as well here. And that's a great one. Got a lot of great people on there. Um, it's so be, be on the lookout for that. Basically I repeated episode one, the same guests 
that were on episode one and and in addition to Paul actually being on the on the podcast this time he he wasn't on the my first episode ironically enough because he was in the background hanging out with the almonds and the Fullertons in the same hotel room so it was a lot going on I was trying to record a podcast and we joked about that in that episode um the episode 100 so look out for that because it's a, a good time we all got together and rehashed one year later you know here in novi michigan and you know lal 2021 and what's what's changing and on all of their lives and talking about the podcast and you know the 100 episodes and uh to re- recapping the event a little bit too lal 21 and everything um so look forward to that episode. So I did record those, but like I said, I went around and got a lot of sound bites. I call it, you know, just quick two, three minute, you know, um, snippets of people's kind of, you know, uh, Im- uh, impressions of the show. Was it their first time? What were they, what were their expectations? What are some of their takeaways, you know, so far, depending on what time, what part, you know, like, you know, I asked various times, you know, in the lunchtime, then towards the end of the show and so on, like, to get different perspectives from different people. And I'm going to, you know, put those, those uh, clips in, in my podcast, you know, like commercial breaks, things like that, and uh, send the files to Brian. So he can use them if he wants for any kind of future promotional um, materials to, to help get more people to know about the show. And if they're on the fence to come to the show really is the biggest thing. I mean, my snippets aren't going to get people to know about the show. They're just going to help hopefully get people, uh, to convert more people to come to the show that know about it and are maybe on the fence, you know, didn't come this year for one reason or another, not sure if they were going to come next year. And they, you know, kind of hear some of these testimonies from a lot of folks that attended and be like, you know what, man, I, yeah, I, I'm definitely going to go next year type deal. So if you didn't go to LAL 21, if I didn't see you there or I did or whatever, uh, there's a lot of people, 350 people. It's like a, you know, mini GIE event. Like it was, it, it's hard to get to everyone. And, and um, I know there's a lot of people that, that were here that, you know, bring value, you know, from a content creating uh, standpoint, um, you know, on, on social media and everything. And I know there's a lot of folks that came to the event that wanted to meet and talk to different people, you know, whether it be Caleb Allman, obviously Brian Fullerton, Paul Jameson, even, even me, the speakers like Keith Kelfis and everyone else that, that was there. Um, you know, that's, there's a lot of people to talk to a lot of hands to shake, a lot of pictures to take. So, you know, it takes time to get through all that. And there's, there's definitely going to be some time, some people that just, that, that missed out, you know, or weren't able to get to everyone and so on and so forth. I know I didn't meet all 350 people. I didn't shake 350 hands. It was just logistically very challenging to do that. So, um, if, if, if I missed you, I apologize. Um, I'll definitely look forward to meeting you at the next live event, uh, whatever that may be. Um, there's many coming up down the road um, that I'll probably be mentioning later on and on future episodes and so on um, as they pop up and, and or, or become more um, solidified and f- finalized. Um, but until then, I'm just going to keep, uh, you know, keep getting after it. You know, we're, we're wrapping up the lawn care season in, in central Virginia, Richmond, Virginia area. And then we go into kind of like just full-blown fall cleanups, leaves, and, you know, not a whole lot of snow typically, but this year might be different. Not really sure. I know a lot of parts of the country are supposed to be getting snow tomorrow, and, um, you know, it might be a very snowy winter for some parts of the country. I don't know if that will affect Virginia or not. We'll we'll see the verdicts out on that. We typically don't get a whole lot, if any, snow. 
So it makes a little bit of a challenge to get through the winter with just leaves because eventually the trees drop all their leaves and there's just nothing, nothing left to clean up, you know, unless we get some storms coming through and knocking some limbs and things like that down and, and just cleaning stuff up. So January is usually a super slow month for all of us in the lawn and landscape industry in Virginia. If we don't have any snow to do, it becomes a little bit, uh, a little slim, you know, a lot of um, shop projects and maintenance and things that are not billable. So you're not really making a whole lot of money, but you know, you're just trying to get stuff done, keep your guys working um, and just trying to get ready for the spring season. So that's kind of, kind of what's going to look, things are going to look like for me in the next several months. Again, I said, like I said, I'm going to be going away in a couple of weeks for Thanksgiving week with my family. It's going to be a fun time. I just went away with my wife for the first time, like since we had kids for a whole week. So that was amazing. We were gone for eight days right after the GIE. So I was gone, gone for almost two weeks. My part-time guy came back full-time. I touched upon this on a previous episode uh, and he kind of was running the show for me for those two weeks. So that was a good time. And I was very appreciative and happy and finally starting to strengthen my team uh, as it was a struggle. Like I said earlier in this episode, like so many other people um, in this industry, so many of you folks, so hopefully we're, we're kind of, you know, on getting over the, the hump now with all that. But again, now we're going into the off season. So, but it is what it is. He's salary. So it really doesn't matter how many hours he works. He's going to get paid the same no matter what. So the onus is just on me to make sure I get the most out of him and not just, you know, paying him for, for, for nothing. Um, as valuable as he is, I want to utilize everything that he, that, that he brings to, to the team, you know, so I can, get creative and find as many things as, as I can do to keep moving forward, keep uh, get, getting the company ready, ready for the next, uh, the next, you know, season change and the next uh, services that we provide and so on and just keep going down that road. But anyway, guys, I am super tired. I gotta, I gotta get to bed. I'm starting to just kind of like uh, zone out there a little bit and um, you know, ramble on a little bit. So just want to wrap things up. It is 36 minutes in, um, so I guess for me, it is still pretty short and sweet, <laughs> um, but that kind of wraps up LAL 21, and I look forward to next year, as well as everything that comes between now and next November. A lot lot more live events like the now Equip Expo in October, so that's going to be exciting. Again, look forward to content coming out, I believe, by more than just me, um, coming soon uh, to a podcast and YouTube channel near you. Um, well, we'll be kind of really fleshing out, you know, some of the changes and the rebranding and the reasoning behind that and really getting everyone pumped for any, any new things, any, any new updates, changes, improvements, uh, going forward into 2022, uh, October, um, equip expo, uh, show. So good times, excited. Can't wait to, uh, finish the year out strong i hope you guys have enjoyed the holidays if this is the last podcast episode you listen to until then if you're going on trips you're busy or whatever and you just you know don't get caught up on on the on the episodes from now till then happy holidays be safe have a good time finish the season strong thank you guys for listening to the lcr media podcast this is the lawn care rookie signing off thank you to the toro company for sponsoring the lcr media podcast This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.